Now entering Nerdist.com. Jackie Cation, Laurie Kilmartin. Jackie Cation, Laurie Kilmartin. It's the Jackie and Laurie Show. The Jackie and Laurie Show. It's the Jackie and Laurie Show. The Jackie and Laurie Show. Oh, I can there we are. Oh, there it is. God. Now we're really starting. You had oh, a start 7 a.m. flight? I have a 7 a.m. flight to Peoria. Yay. Did the other headliner switch with you? Um, or did that I don't just, know what happened. Just luckily it was just canceled? super quick. I have no idea how there was a spot. That's so Maybe that's, that's so where nice. I'm at in my career. <laughs> where, where they I, say, hey, Cation wants to switch. and they Cation go, needs to go to Peoria. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's Let make me do this it. happen. Let me help out. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yes. So you were in New York. I was in New York. And you did all the sets. I had the first Saturday. I, yeah, I took the old red eye, got in Saturday night. I had seven spots on Saturday. What? Yeah. Oh, my it's God. It's like the old days, man. Wow. And where? they were nice. Like they were, the they were timed really well. Yeah. And all Manhattan. Most of them were. Oh, yeah, definitely. Most of them were um, at the stand and Eastville and then New York Comedy for the whole week. It was mostly... Um, Gramercy Park area and the perimeter. Wow. So uh, there's only like one horrendous cab drive from Stand Up New York, which is on uh, 78th and Broadway down to the stand. It was like $30. Yeah. 30 you, bucks to get 30 to the bucks stand. And you, seven sets, so you made at least. That's a great, that's a good It night. was good. And I walked between, I mean, I had a, you know, $450 flight out there. Right. So I'm, so in, I'm starting in the hole. Yeah, right. you're starting in the hole. Um, but but uh, yeah, it was, it was a really fun just a nice week of just spots and I didn't feel I didn't have anything I had to be doing that I was avoiding. So mm-hmm. I didn't. So, uh, you know that like I've gone to New York going, Oh, I'm going to work on my book and then not worked on it, but felt yeah. that weight on my shoulder the whole time. Like, why the fuck aren't you working on it? And I didn't have that. Like right. I, I was just an open was flower no blossoming, <laughs> angling at the sun and letting it shine on me. And I did, um, Bikram yoga three times. There's That's a, the hot yoga. Is that the yes. hot yoga? All yes. Right. All right. There's one on 145th, like an eight-minute walk from my place. Right. Amazing. Oh, it's so good. Is it? All right. <laughs> I, uh... It feels so good when you're done. Oh, fair enough. It's 90, mu- 90 minutes, and it's super Rontowski hot. doesn't suggest uh, Bikram yoga for me. Really? She recommends idiot yoga for me. She's like, you should start out with very simple, normal yoga. Ron, she is going to live forever. She is going to She can live do forever. all those poses? Oh, yeah, my God. I don't know. There's, some of them are so hard for me. It must be so hard for her when her head's up her ass, and she's like, I put it here. <laughs> and uh, what? Come on. And uh, so. So New York was awesome. Um, it, there was a uh, Jim Gaffigan was doing spots, just working awesome. stuff out. There's About one, food? Was there some discussion? No, it was a... different stuff. Awesome. Yeah. I but love it was, his food stuff. It was still eight minutes on one topic. Always, that dude it, always... is committed to shit. And yes. he just keeps going. Um, but and, the, the, week I, the week I followed him one time, it was eight minutes on different food each time. Was it the, a different topic each time or no. was he working on an eight? I think the one time I watched the whole thing, it was the same thing. Um, okay. And then um, that was at Eastville. And it was weird because somebody, uh, one of his kids' teachers was in the crowd. Oh. And you'd think of all people who'd understand to shut up. It would be a teacher who is around children all day long, not realizing she herself is the fifth grader in this role. Right. And he's the teacher. <laughs> and she just started talking to him. and Like they knew each other. Yeah. And they do. And, and he, you know, he was, he's clearly there to, he's got a job to do. He's there to work stuff out. Yep. He's not there to do crowd work or anything like that. So it was right. interesting. Um, it was, I mean, it, it was fine, but it was just like, I was like, wow, even, even a teacher doesn't know her place when she's in the audience. I did know? an interview today with this uh, in the um for the bajillionth time I was I inadvertently put in a bio that was on my website for a long time. Yeah. That I the first time I ever saw stand up was Sam Kinison and I heckled him. Oh yeah. And uh so everyone asked me about that. Yeah. And this woman Good story. It's a good story. But she um she said what did you say to him? And nobody's mm-hmm. ever asked that before. <laughs> and I was like, oh, it was very lame. I mean, I think I had had eight shots of tequila and six beers. Oh, my and God. And I was 19. Oh, my God. So um, it was because I had been told by my dad 
uh, by my parents, my dad, and my stepmother, that you should tip the waitress every time they, but not if you're running a tab. Right. So this waitress was back at they the. They didn't know what an alcoholic you were. They figured right, no. you were just going to have one drink. Right. Or. They didn't know that I wasn't sitting at the... I don't know what... They know you're going to have 14 drinks. (laughs) So the waitress came back every time. She was like, Yeah, of course. She was like, I made $14. This is exciting. (laughs) And uh, so I was... And every time she would ask me if I wanted another drink, I'd be like, oh, I think I'm supposed to order again. (laughs) And so I would just get shots. And so by the time Kinnison was up, because he was last, I was blitzed. And... um, he was he wasn't having a good set. It was probably um I think six, eight months before he did Letterman. Mm-hmm. And uh so he was on fire, but it was he was doing, not in Wisconsin yet. Not in They're Wisconsin in a basement for with a hundred people that didn't know who the hell he was and yeah. what he was doing. And meanwhile he's a god at the LA, at the comedy store. At the store. Yeah. In nineteen eighty four. Yeah. It's amazing. And so he um so I it was just some lull in his in his delivery and I said Something like, sorry to hear it, or some fucking horrible, the worst tackle. Yeah. And so this. You deserved everything you got, is what you're Everything I yes. got. And so, fuck me, is I guess what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> so, what an asshole. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, but you were 19. This is, right? This is a teacher. An adult she woman. She should know better. Um, and the other, the other time, uh, I, I had a very tight turnaround. I had a, an 815 at Gotham. And at 8.45 at the stand. Wow. So um, that means I get off stage at 8.30 and I get 15 minutes to get to the st- to the stand. And it's doable because it's like an eight or nine minute cab ride. But everything's right. got to run on time. No one can be late. I can't delay yep. getting paid or anything like that. It's like boom, mm-hmm. boom, boom. And um, uh, so I, I get get to Gotham and, and they're like, oh, Gaffigan's going to do a guest set and Seinfeld's going to do a guest set. So I said, oh, why don't I do my set at to stand and then text you guys and see if the show's still going because yeah. it'll, it'll be right t- towards the end of their this yeah. show they're both eight o'clock shows i think um and see if we could do it so that worked and as soon as i walked in um i i, I guess as i was in a flurry I, I feel like i just walked in as a person and not a comedian <laughs> and there was yeah. a female on stage right? and my instant reaction was like ah oh. Oh, good. One of us. Yeah, yeah. And I realized that must, it, it was, it was Iman, I think. Her, oh, it was El Husseini. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, She's cool. She's from Canada. Yeah. So, uh, and she was killing, but I, but that my, I just, before I even realized I was a comic and she was a comic, my reaction was, it's not someone I have to work too hard to get, you know? Oh, right. You know, you, don't you, don't you feel like most women when they when they get excited when a woman's going on stage i mean i I always get a little like oh you guys might hate me (laughs) you know a little worried when they're too excited yay girl but it really is this feeling of well at least i'll understand everything you're saying all of the references will come from a place that i don't have to yes yes i don't have to work too hard yes yes yes. (laughs) and and women just in the audience have to we're so used to going Okay. (laughs) All right. I'm going to put myself in your shoes again. Again. Again in your size 12 shoes. And another pair of size 12. And another pair. And another pair. And another pair. Oh, finally, fucking heels. (laughs) You know? Yeah. And I wish... And I'm I'm sure guys feel the same way about female comics. You know, maybe that it's like, oh, I got to twist a little bit to get this, right? But they and they course, hardly ever have must to do, do it, it when a person with melanin gets up. No, uh, so <laughs> but I mean, just that whole that, and then then I was on stage one time. I was at one of my spots at the stand. I did a normal, you know, set, 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 nothing, no problem, yeah. jokes, and then I go, and then I have another joke. This the the setup is. I'm in menopause. That's the setup to a joke. It's yep. not me on Oprah talking about anything. <laughs> it's a fucking setup to a fucking right, it's joke. It's not a new big You dumb deal. fucking pieces of shit. Yes. And some guy in the back goes, thanks for sharing. And I'm like, oh, wow. Oh. He's me. Was he 19 and had 14 No, he was like 45 him? years old yeah. and Fuck a real estate developer there we go. or something. That's yeah. going to be my pattern so, this I'm, entire so, show. Fuck that guy. Yeah, it's just, oh, you have to, I'm sorry, this, this one joke doesn't conform with your Did male you pattern and baldness life and did so, you say that not that exactly oh, i kind I of wish, just I wish. because 
you can't if, sometimes when you get mad like the audience is, doesn't know what's going on just right. yet they like, don't know you, why like i'm like mad. oh i know this motherfucker <laughs> but they don't know that motherfucker man i and wish you, you would to, yeah yeah you, you have to do it a little bit slowly and i did end up calling him douchebag and people applauded me but <laughs> it, it took me a while to get there right you're like i am working on a new bit and i have just opened a vein so screw you banana head yeah i know it's- yeah but it's you know i'm i'm not this isn't therapy these right. are jokes just like the there other will- jokes you heard <laughs> right. and they just- have a start and a finish so don't interrupt one because you don't like the topic of yeah. the joke fuck right. you yep listen to the whole joke and then judge it i know he didn't get laid that night i uh, i ruined women were very much on my side excellent no reason not to cock block that guy also mm-hmm. i had my first edible I got that text. Yeah, the uh, the peanut gallery over here. Uh, hi, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, uh, I go to do. I don't. I'm sure these people. I heard care. about it. By okay. the way, of course. So I, I comics I go, texted me. <laughs> you texted me the next day, telling me you were still stoned. And then I, I heard. From I went others. to do a podcast, Race Wars, right? Okay. Uh, Sherrod Small and Kurt Metzger. Nice. So people were popping edibles. I'm sure like I could say candy. that, right? Who cares? That's yeah, not going to get them in trouble, right? <laughs> no, they're fine. No, they're okay. fine. So, yeah, they're not hiding it from anybody from, from according to that laugh. Okay. Everyone knows. <laughs> I don't want to get anyone, but I don't want there to be like a, like you know, a FBI raid. Snitches get stitches. That's why. <laughs> don't know stitches in this face. Um, so, uh, so people, it's just like they're left and right there's like one two three four everyone's having like five at a time or something oh my god so, like handfuls of yes so i'm like so someone offers me a, a tootsie roll <laughs> and it's so tiny and cute and it's in a little tootsie roll wrapper and i'm like you know what i'm i'm childless right now right i don't know You're anyone an anything yeah fuck it'll be like drinking a glass of wine right it wasn't no <laughs> no and then didn't you say well, later they said, oh, you're only supposed to have half of it. Well, no one told me that. And nobody eats half a Tootsie Roll. So no, never. What are, what I can't f- imagine such a crime. That's such a, that's a, so lock yourself then, up. That, so, I'm, so I'm on Race Wars and I'm, and I can't even talk. Like, and, and like, I, I'm not trying thing? to, I'm just like inside my head watching. And Sherrod is saying these crazy things about women and sexual harassment. And I'm part of my brain's fighting to get out. And the other part's like, nah. Yeah. Yeah. I just receded. I really don't remember about a half hour of it. Right. And then I had a spot at the stand. Yeah, you so did. So I go to the stand and uh, I get, and it's very hard to get there. I had, I check my, I, everything's hard. just moving in slow motion. Yeah. And you I was up stoked. on stage and I, <laughs> <laughs> I swear it felt like a four hour set. I, I, and I kept, Here's what I heard, I was, by the way, is that the set was great, that you were fine. That uh, once I, you started talking jokes, uh, the jokes were fine. Okay. Well, um, I I was watching myself tell jokes, and I'm like, I'm only on that one? Like, I was, <laughs> I was sticking to an order that I was working on that week, uh-huh. and I couldn't believe it. And I'm like, when are they giving me the light? It's Whoa. been so long. Jesus Christ. I can't pull this off any longer. <laughs> and I and there's a lady in front of me, and the 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 light from the stage was kind of giving her hair a backlight, like a glow. Yeah. And I was like, that's so pretty. And I kept looking at her hair. <laughs> but I was telling jokes at the same time. Sure. But not not associating. No, the two no, you were two people. They were, you were very two whole different things. humans. Yes. Wow. Then I slept for twelve hours at least. Nice. Then the next night I didn't sleep at all, and then I had to do a podcast at at ten in, or ten in the morning, and Ill, way too early. Yeah, yeah. On a Friday. Oh my gosh. Um. Yeah. Wow. And I felt terrible. And but yeah. but it really that edible that Tootsie Roll took forty eight hours of my life for me. <laughs> Yeah, and so and and have you done any since? No, <laughs> I just I love the idea of the, that. Now you're addicted. Now I'm you're an like, addict. yeah, now I gotta have that experience. You gotta again. have it all the time. It sounds wonderful, <laughs> doesn't it? Sound how great? do people get shit done when they're high? How do they create? How do you, I? I don't get it. Like I, Doug I was, Benson, I was like your cancer dipped. if he didn't smoke pot. The guy's a genius. And with the look what he gets So they're done. slowing down their genius? Uh, well, I don't... I don't have enough I, uh, to slow it down. Well, I don't I think... I need all of it. I don't think... I don't know that, that, that it's a conscious decision on the part <laughs> of all the people I know who get super stoned. But but I know that, that you can perform stoned and drunk. 
and and you could keep it up for as long as it lasts, essentially. And then eventually, you know, it overwhelms you and you, yeah. uh, your leg almost gets amputated at an airport in Houston. Who are you talking about? Hedbert. Oh, right. Remember when he was doing yes, heroin and his leg? Right. And his leg went gangrenous? Yeah. Gangrenous. Is that a word? I think so. I'm it's close sleepy. enough. Dude, it's almost 11. I'm tired. You're tired. It's tired. I've, I've recorded six episodes. Four. Who cares? Oh, my God. Forest. In the last two days, I'm six episodes ahead. Aren't you tired people, of learning things? I am tired. I am slightly tired. I'm not tired of the dork forest, but but I'm like, if I'm six weeks ahead, can't we just let that be? But people are like, no, I need to be on now because it's a it's my Kickstarter, or I have to be on now because my special's coming out, or I have to be on now. <laughs> it's cool. You're popular. It's, it's, it's good. And, right, no, no. It's amazing, and I'm super grateful, of course, mm-hmm. that anybody even wants to be on the damn thing. Mm-hmm. But... um. But I have, there's the editing and the, you know, yeah. and, I, and it was fun. I mean, I, the three I did today and yesterday were, um, what was it? Oh, four. I did David Huntsberger about animation, mm-hmm. um, uh, Al Madrigal about the Jack Reacher novels. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> I'm already angry. <laughs> uh, so is Jack Reacher. <laughs> uh, the, what I love, and I told this to Alice, I was like, you're, you're like a special ops class away from being Jack Reacher. <laughs> and um and then um this woman Renee about dance mm-hmm. and then um this guy Scott about um uh Star Wars action figures. When so, are we gonna make some money off this fucking podcast? Any minute now. We've made thirty five dollars. <laughs> Didn't I hand you thirty five dollars two did, weeks ago? I got it in my PayPal. We're going to Birmingham or Bridgetown or yes. something. I think this the week this drops we're going to Bridgetown, I think. No, the week after. Birmingham. No, I think it's Bridgetown first, and then Birmingham. Okay, and yeah. we're doing two live episodes. We should. Yes, we'll be rich by the end of it. <laughs> Someone was telling me that Somebody... Dave Waite has enameled pins, and we should get enameled pins. And I'm like, I'm not getting. No, I'm not getting a weird flare, so <laughs> someone can wear yes. a Jackie and Lori flare <laughs> pin. Um, uh, what what else was I going to talk to you about in New? I forget New York other stuff. And I came from Canada. Oh, yeah. How was Winnipeg it? Winnipeg Comedy Festival. Here's what I loved about this Where's comedy Winnipeg? festival. Winnipeg. Winnipeg, it's, uh, it's about two and a half, three hours north of um, Fargo and Grand, Grand Forks. Grand oh, Forks, North Dakota. Oh, what a flight. Did you get, get direct to it? No, there's nothing direct. Oh. You fly through Minneapolis and get this three-hour delay on the tarmac while they dragged off every Asian person. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> anyway. Um, <laughs> I How long Delta. have you been sitting on that one, uh, praying I was, ask you about your flight? Nope. Oh, Jackie, that, you I know saw you in prayer before the podcast. It was, a, it, was a, it was an instantaneous insensitive <laughs> riff. It was a riff without any sort of... Please, God, let her ask me. Please. When do I bring up Winnipeg? When do I get to be a jackass about some sort of flight? <laughs> and no, I... Uh, um, but here's the weird thing is Delta was amazing, quite honestly, even mm. though they kept trying to rebook me on a flight and I kept saying no I'm hoping to make this connection because I was headlining my, the only headline set I had was at Rumors which is this club that's been there since 84 wow in in, in Winnipeg yeah and hilariously this you would you would walk into this club and go oh yeah oh I've yeah been here before well the strip mall itself oh. it's it's beneath a pet hospital oh my god there's a pet hospital and then and then next to it there's like an eye exam place and then there's a save on so i mean it oh, is no. the dumbest strip oh, mall no. in the world with uh, a comedy club that seats like a buck 60 and it was full and uh they didn't think i was gonna i was like i don't think i'm gonna make it i might make it i might not yeah. make it so they re- they rebooked they booked nikki payne and nikki payne is this great um Canadian comic. She should be a comic of the week at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, she's hilarious. And um, I had never seen her long set. I had met her super briefly and I'd seen like a short set, mm-hmm. but she did almost 20 and it was fantastic. Oh, cool. But the audience was staring at her like she was uh, some sort of odd bird. And um, and then I did that thing, you know, when you oh, go no. on stage. First of all, yeah. I did 50 minutes, right? Yeah. So I did a headline set, which is yeah. fine. My timing, I did. Both of our sets were fine, right? Yeah. But they were just good. Yeah. My timing, I was like a second and a half, two seconds off every punchline. 
Mm. It was mad. I became angrier and angrier at myself and at them for not cutting me any slack. Because, you know, I was getting pockets of laughter. Yeah. I could not get them as a group to face the same direction yeah. and laugh in, at one damn thing. So I was, it was mm. driving me nuts. And I only had three hours of sleep the night before. I was to, it was That's a seven-hour travel day. And my timing was off. And so I don't blame them. Uh, except for in the moment. In the moment, I blamed them. Course, always and, blame them. But always in, blame the crowd when you have a chance. And then afterwards, I was like, oh, I see what happened. I didn't want to, but you I did. You know what? We should really all be living in Chicago so we don't have these seven-hour <laughs> travel days. Seriously. Right? I mean, that's the best place to live. It really would because it would be in the middle. But then we'd have to live in Chicago. Do and you, know you could fly Chicago United. Yeah, it's really. Um, oh, thank you. How long have you been waiting on that? You've been hoping for me to <laughs> Uh, You're very vindictive, Jackie. Uh, super vindictive. That's the way um, it goes. Did you hear about the? T- did you read Tig's message about? Okay, does she have a message? She uh, posted something on uh, on the internet that everyone picked up this afternoon, but I don't know. Yeah, what was? It? Uh, well, I guess. Did you watch um, SNL last weekend? I watched. I saw Louis C.K.'s set. Louis, oh, by, oh, that's another thing. I, I did Whiplash, and Louis stopped by Whiplash and did oh, his nice. entire monologue uh, on he Sunday night. He worked on night. that set. Yeah. All right. Yeah, it was cool. Um, but anyway, I guess he did a sketch um, that's very similar to a short film she did that she's oh. like touring with. You know, or maybe I don't know if she oh. includes it in a road set or something like that. It's like a twelve-minute film. Oh, weird. So. I so guess people like were commenting too... on it, oh, and again. she find she wrote had that she was very disappointed in it, in the fact that that, that they were so similar. That they were so, of course she was. Yeah. Who wouldn't be? Mm-hmm. Did, did she imply that that there might have been some shenanigans? I don't think I, she was she just didn't saying go that, that was, far. Yeah, I think she just, she said just, it was just was, oh well, that's a bummer. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of like that. Yeah, because it is a bummer. Yeah, Who, whether it's parallel thought or it's um, or there's some sort of shenanigans going on. Yeah. I don't mean to. I wanted swear. to watch, but but um, the SNL sketch was three minutes. So I was like, oh, I might maybe have two minutes. And then Tiggs was thirteen, and I'm like, I can't do. I can't even offer happening. my own opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, it's uh, it's you... it's kind of strange, you know. Yeah, it is strange. Did you watch Greer Burns' his set on Colbert? No, is it good? Um, yeah, yeah, it was great. Uh, I don't. I don't know the guy, but uh, he's really yeah, funny. Yeah, it was his, his New York guy. Yeah, the seller. Yeah, and he was on um, Pete Holmes's show about not being a good comic yeah. on HBO. Yeah, and Greer Burns, I guess, made some crack. Of, in, in the show, he plays a comic that gets bumped. Yeah, and he has a set on Colbert. Yeah, so they show that clip, and they show his. Then then he comes out to do the set, and he's wearing the same outfit. <laughs> so clearly, uh, you know costuming does not have a budget on the hbo show crashing yeah or whatever and um but it was a great it was a great set quite honestly it was super interesting um what uh yeah he's really funny he's been around for a long time um and uh audience loves him he's super he likeable. super likable yeah. yeah he lives up um he lives up near me or he did for a while oh that's nice um but uh have you watched crashing a lot of it nope no i, I have hbo go but i don't uh, yeah I, t- I, I mean, I, I I like the first episode. Yeah. Did I tell you this? Uh-uh. But I was like, am I about to see Pete Holmes naked? Because I can't handle that. I, <laughs> I don't yeah. want to see <laughs> comics as love interests. Especially, I mean, ones that I know. It, yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. I don't want to see Louie as a love. I don't want to see anyone I know as a love. Right. Even, even when Mur- um, Eddie Murphy was doing that, I was like, uh, no, please. <laughs> Just everyone stay in their lane. Next season of I, Lady Dynamite. Me. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's a one. Okay, that's different. But I, different. I, there's just like guys that I I know, and I'm like, oh, I don't want to see you kissing somebody. Yeah. It didn't. It, it don't, and plus, he was kissing Lauren Lapkus, who I kind of know, and I'm oh, like, okay. no, this can't happen. <laughs> Why are I know you guys? Stop it! <laughs> right? Don't do it, Mom, Dad. Stop it. It's uh... um, but it didn't go too far. Like right when I was about to cover my eyes, they, they cut away, and I was it's, like, okay. it's HBO. It could have gone all the way. Oh, could have yeah. gone totally all the yeah. way. I have to say this. Uh, when I was up in Canada, I did a, a TV, yeah, a TV thing, and I did a radio thing for Canadian. T- and uh, the hairdresser three times said that my she was like, "Your hair is so coarse." I've got this great. <laughs> oh my god! Three times she called my hair coarse, and I was like, "I don't know 
that you're using that word right. <laughs> or I, you should be using it at all. Right, not out loud. I mean, I, I certainly mean, am. I, I mean, and she, the weird thing is she made my hair look really great. And yeah. then the makeup lady put fake eyelashes on me. Oh, Have you ever had that? Yes. You love that, right? Uh, it looked amazing, but I, but the glue, I was like, am I going to lose some real eyelashes? Because <laughs> I only have nine or, I mean, I don't know how many eyelashes yeah. you're supposed to have. And, um, but yeah, the, the team, uh, they got involved uh, to oh, that's put me exciting. on that thing. I look pretty, I look pretty good. You they did a nice have, job. Um, eyelashes added to your lashes like they permanent extensions yeah they just they 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 either add them to your actual eyelashes like extensions or i knew i knew a lady at best week ever who did that on the side oh. she had a business okay yeah anyway yeah. yeah so it was um and here's what i liked about the winnipeg comedy festival is mm-hmm. that whenever i go to a comedy festival i always i i always tell whoever's running it that I'll do extra sets. Yeah. Because I'm like... Oh, yeah. Because there's never enough sets. Sure. Not a problem. At the Winnipeg Comedy Festival, six shows. I was there for three days. It was okay. awesome. Cool. Yeah. And uh, and I ended up hosting the best Were they the long best. shows? Just the rumors one was yeah. 50. And the rest of it was... Uh, there was something called No Bros. That was really fun. And, um, and then there was... Uh, I did uh, the thing called The Debaters. It's a, it's a radio show. Very popular... Uh, radio show that I was only on um, in um, I was only on for everybody else had been on it like a dozen times and um, they're fake debates between comics they give you a topic you write to it I I was doing um, should you read your horoscope every day and I said I will argue either way on that one yeah I don't have a horse in that race and I did one of those at, at Westside Oh, there you go. But I had to get drunk. Oh, that was that? Yeah, that yeah, was yeah, that, yeah. That, I and that. I had to argue against gun control. Oh, and this yeah. paid. Uh, so uh, yeah. <laughs> this was this is radio thing that's going to go. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's it's um, it's actually a really, there were 600 people in that's, the, in the no. see, to see the live. Oh, it sounds like Prairie Home Companion or it's something. It's very much like that. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah the guy, um, and the host, super, his name is Steve Patterson, super charming, mm. really funny, quick on the uptake. Um, yeah. Is your is your CD available in Canada? It is. Uh, there was some problem, I guess, with Canadian iTunes or Amazon or something, because I've been getting emails from Canada going, hey, I can't get it off of Canadian iTunes. And I'm like, well, just I'll send you a picture of that download card and you can PayPal me 10 bucks or Venmo Aww. me 10 bucks. And so I did that like uh, half a dozen times in the last <laughs> week and a half. I'm like, there's 60 bucks. I'll do it. Sure. Sure. What the heck? I'm not made of stone. And... Um, Oh, I had lunch with Augie Smith last week. Yeah. And he just, he tried to record his new album. Yeah. You will not believe what happened at Doc's Lab. Are you allowed to say his name yep. for the story? Okay. I asked him. And okay. um, he uh, had a heckler. I love Doc's Lab. Yeah. He had a In San Francisco. During his taping. Oh. And the woman said, it was this thing he does um, about the the LBGQ, T, all the Q. Thing, yeah, right? all, all the, the letters. letters. Oh, in San and Francisco. <laughs> In San Francisco, right? And it wasn't... Man, I could have... Yeah. No, no, but it's... He wasn't saying... I know. You know people hear... They hear something and and they don't hear the rest. They don't hear context and they go nuts. Well, and this woman was fucked up. Right. So she didn't... Much like your own heckler, who didn't wait for the rest of the joke. Sure. She was like, you don't even get to talk about that or some fucking thing. I can visualize that so So, easily happening up there. But the best thing that happened, besides her ruining the taping, they had to kick her out. Was he just doing one show? Yep. No. Yep. And uh, I think this week he's in... He's going to do it again in Portland at Curious Theater. Okay. Um, So... um, that yeah, the it's the uh, All Jane No Dick. Curious I, I don't think I've done. You that. haven't done that Mm-mm. festival. That's oh, great. You would like it. They would like you. Okay. Anyway, so um, but so after the show, mm-hmm. they, he goes to the bar and opening for him. By the way, is a is a woman who's transitioning into a woman, mm-hmm. and um, and uh, an Indian comic. So I mean, he was like. Yes, yes, noted homophobe and evildoer, <laughs> Augie Smith. Definitely, now's the time to talk about it, ma'am, in the middle of my set. And so afterwards, he, they just go to a bar, right? Right. And she's there. 
And he goes up to her. He's like, did you want to have a dialogue? Do you want to talk about it? Or, And what would be the worst thing that a heckler could say an hour and a half after the show, after ruining the show? I, 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 I was just trying to help. That's what I thought. Augie thinks it was this, which is, what was the joke that I didn't like? Oh, my God. I was like, and where is her body buried? Did did um, did he tell her how much money she cost him? Uh, she did. She did, did she say, "I'm a father of two, <laughs> right? I'm this. I'm a provider, and yeah. you just cost me. Yeah, how much thousands. did you spend? I'm sure thousands. by not taking work that weekend. Yeah, so we could go up there. Uh huh. Oh my god. Yeah, it's just the worst. Remember, first of all, my hand still hurts from from uh from tripping outside the Hyperion. Oh, that's right. Because remember? remember, you took yeah, a had header. it X-rayed. And uh, oh, there's right. nothing there, no but it's broke. still it's no, like I still can't like really make a good fist, so it's hard to hurt oh. my son. Um, <laughs> but um, I guess that'll get better. I hope. But um, uh, Jen Kirkman also had the same experience. Same guy. Same guy in the bush that startled her. What outside yes. the Hyperion? It's not exactly outside the Hyperion. But if here. you walk, I guess north on up the street. Hill? Yeah, up the as you walk. Yeah, it goes uphill. Right. Like if you park north. Yep. You're gonna walk by. I guess he just hangs out. He just that's where that guy lives. lives. There. That's he lives in that bush. And he, I, I don't know that. So he's maybe a, it's your guys. A malignant place. presence, but <laughs> he certainly startles the fuck out of you because the street is so dark. Yeah, and you just no, don't expect a person to be there in a bush. There's no streetlight, which means that he could probably get a good night's sleep there. But uh, yes, it's, of course, uh, it's very sad. That is anyway. A, uh, I liked being verified. Yeah, who doesn't love my experience <laughs> being verified? <laughs> I listened um, on Pandora. I have a channel, and I can leave messages on my channel. Yeah, and all it is is it it plays my albums but it also plays things that the algorithms thinks are similar to me oh cool and so do you have subscribers yeah ten thousand. it said what yeah it said ten thousand subscribers wow neat that was a lot right that's cool and so if they're ever listening to it i i can leave a message and so i left him a message that i was going to peoria mm-hmm. and um and so then so you can do like a little commercial for yourself. you can do a commercial for yourself for free cool. and so i did but then I just left it on, and so I ended up listening to a bunch of comedy. Yeah. They played, like, three of Maria's tracks, and then they played three of Jen Kirkman's tracks that I hadn't heard off of her new album. Oh, cool. And I was laughing my head off. It was Is awesome. Is it um, Just Keep Living? Is that the Netflix special? No, it was the one before that, actually. Um, there was a, a track called... It was about this guy who didn't know... what a li- He couldn't find the word for lime... <laughs> he didn't know what a lime was. He said, I'll take the green one. <laughs> and which meant that he didn't know what a lemon was. And it was the great. The lime, yeah. uh, it was so it was such a great oh, that's bit. Great. And, and then there was another one. And then Rachel Feinstein. Oh, cool. And uh, and I listened to like three of hers. I was like, holy shit. These comedy's great is what I was listening to. Yes. That's what happened right there. I was like listening to some comedy. She was at Whiplash, too. Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah I just New saw York. a lot of really funny people. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then Sean Patton, I kept running into in New York. And mm-hmm. then I was at the Improv Lab last night. Uh, I was doing the improv main was, room. Oh, were you there last night? Yeah, I was there. I had no idea. Well, I would not have wanted to talk to you anyway. Well, we've we, we're here. We now. have an agreement. We have an agreement. <laughs> Step away. But there was Sean but Patton. That... <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you doing? He went Why up. I in keep my... seeing you. <laughs> he went up at my show, and then he was running up. Because uh, what happened was, is I left late. Uh, left I... the house late. Yeah, yeah. You know, I got home from Winnipeg Monday night. I landed mm. at LAX at four thirty. At night, in the afternoon, yeah. Oh, on a Monday, which Andy, even Andy, Awful. was like, "I'm Awful. not, I'm not coming to get you." <laughs> I don't love you and that so, much. <laughs> no one loves anyone that much. Get on the flyaway. I will pick you up from the flyaway or take a the lift. Flyaway, yeah. Do whatever you want. The flyaway takes within two miles of my house. Yeah, the Van Nuys but, flyaway. But, but it's, isn't it, it's that bumpy van, right? No, it's just a giant bus. It's a, it's really, a, yeah, it's just a bus. All right, it's like the Bolt. Do they have one? Okay, it's I'll eight that. bucks, and um, so. And and I was going to take a lift, but I walked out from baggage claim, and it was pulling up. So oh I didn't even God. have to wait. It was so serendipitous. I was like, you know, I'm in. It seems silly to to talk about that on a podcast, but I know how amazing that must feel. It when felt you just really get good. off a massively long flight, and you're like, now nah, I have three hours in traffic, yeah. and it's right there. I got bumped up both times, though. You have to relive that victory many times. Many times. And I, you know, I so was... So you were in first class? Yeah. 
All right. I don't. Yeah. I have no sympathy. You have no sympathy that I rode the bus at the end of it all. No, good. Um, I'm glad. Welcome yeah. to welcome back, to the everyone to the else's life. life. Yeah. You, did you see Louis C.K. set on SNL? I did. Yeah. It was the thing about the the motel. I thought that was really funny. That's yeah. really funny yeah. about how, uh, and I really liked he, sort of a throwaway line, but obviously not. Um, but uh, it was a great line about him being mad about the genuine fucking quality problem where his yeah. laundry had not been delivered. Yeah, uh, twenty four hours, so he called and he got mad, and yeah. then, and then he gets mad and is like, "I am a white man and I have white privilege, and this," and then. He's digging it. He's digging this freaking hole with this white privilege, white man yeah. business, and then looks up from it, essentially, from telling that joke and goes, yeah, it's a glimpse into the kind of person I really am, <laughs> which was such a great line and really relieved me. I was like, yeah, you're this is horrible. And then I was like, all righty. But I mean, because he is one of the most self-aware comics I've yeah. ever seen in my life, quite yeah. honestly. And um, yeah, just because you're like, you can still be an asshole, even though you're aware you're an asshole. Yes. That doesn't like redeem you at all. No. You know? No, I don't. I I always want, I always want to. I mean, you're a be... perfect example of that. <laughs> no, I see what happened. Do you guys see that? Do you see that coming? And... <laughs> By the way, if I have to hear how great you are one more time, I was I kept showing up on podcasts and radio. The other way, I love Jackie. I'm like, yeah, you know what? I'm here. I'm here. I'm right in front of you. Lori Kilmartin's a genius. We all know. Blah 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 blah. (laughs) No, Bennington, they love you. Oh, do they? Yeah. Have I? Have I been on? Oh, I don't think. Maybe you haven't. Well, next time you. Well, you're not in New York a lot during the week. No, you know what I'm thinking about going. In um, because I'm I'm opening for Maria on uh in Brooklyn and then in uh, oh, Pennsylvania, me. sometime in like I think August and then November. I mean it's weird. Yeah, and I'm thinking one of those two months of spending two weeks in New York during that time, mm-hmm. and then we can tape this in your apartment when you come for the weekend. Yes. Yeah. Oh my God. Yes. yes. I will make sure I come. Do for you want to talk weekend. about this? Let me see. One moment, please. Oh, you know, by name or no? Well, I don't. I, Wait, I, I, I didn't are know. we at the time for for thirty six? We should definitely do comic of the week then. Okay, uh, Hadia Robinson. Hadia Robinson yes. watched watched uh, some YouTube because um, I haven't worked with her as much as you have. Well, I've only you worked just, with her once, but I guess great. that statement's still true. <laughs> <laughs> No, she was um, hosting a stand-up one night, and oh, right. uh, she was really good, you know? She yeah. just was getting the crowd in order and telling jokes, and, you know, I yeah. loved it. It wasn't, a, it wasn't a lot of... It's a thankless job, that MC job. Yeah, and, but, and, and she was shoving da- jokes down their throats anyway. Good for her. Yeah. Because that's, that's the thing, is that you do your job, they got to know where the bathrooms are, fill out the damn comment cards, yeah. but you have jokes to tell, so tell them. So that's great, that Hadia. Yeah. Hadia Robinson? H- H- Hadia Robinson. Yeah, yeah, so go, and it's. I think it's just Hadia Robinson on it's a Twitter. Hadia. At Hadia. H-A-D-I? H-A-D-I-Y-A-H. Y-A-H. Okay. All right, get yeah. out there, you guys, and check her out. Okay, so your the verses. I I I just sent you, I I you sent me a clip. I sent you a clip of Kyle C's at the Alex Theater in Glendale. Sold out. Sold out. Making how many thousands that night? Ten, twenty, a hundred, possibly two hundred million thousand. Yeah, two hundred million thousand <laughs> doing self help yeah. shit. Yep, with a couple punchlines. Sure, with a rake. He's got well, a he's... rake. He's actually raking money during <laughs> his performance. Right, people. <laughs> I mean, yes. What the fuck are we doing? Well, we're not doing that, uh, <laughs> and uh, and I'm okay with that because remember, I t- I think I told you this story about the guy who found my I dropped my ID at the at the at the baggage claim in LAX, mm-hmm. and then I had to go and meet him oh, in yeah. Eagle Rock or right, somewhere, right. and he was like, "Have you ever heard of Kyle Cease?" And I said, "Yes, I know I know Kyle Cease. He is um, he's a road guy for many years, and now he's doing a lot of self help stuff." And he goes. There isn't a woman who's doing that. And I watched a bunch of your YouTube and you could be that woman. <laughs> and I was like, did you want to just punch me in the throat? <laughs> uh, I just want to tell jokes. And um, yeah. I don't 
I don't need millions of dollars. Listen, I know that that is an you okay say that to now, say that but now. I'm gonna fl- I'm gonna flip you right now. It's a, yeah, you're gonna. Flip what me? if we d- put together a show like a college show? <laughs> it's like old women giving advice <laughs> to young women, and here's how to Are deal you with play guys. The old woman in this one. Uh, <laughs> boom. Yeah. I'm I'm telling you, it's it would be a female female audience only, right? Young college girls. Yeah, it would be fun. It would be it, we could be fun and kind of like bitchy and it wouldn't be stand up really. It could be like some kind of comedy. You and just then, lost me. <laughs> you just lost really? me. Really? Yeah. How about ten thousand dollars each? Nope. I didn't get you back. Nope. You're the worst partner ever. I know it. How you're just like, I have to figure out there might be a strike, Jackie. Is there a way that we could somehow <laughs> suck the teat of young gullible? Uh, college kids, because here's okay. I think we Did would you do my... a great job. It would be fun, it, and it would be no, funny. No. They you know all, all they hear are male comics. We all would be the really time. no. We would be really good at it. Yes, uh, and because we wouldn't be shitty at it, we right. would be good at it. Yes, it would be great. Yeah, I would not enjoy it. So I just want you to know that I don't want to do. You it. have to enjoy everything. Yes, by definition. <laughs> I have to be enjoying what's happening in front Sometimes of me. Sometimes you just DYJ, do your job. Oh, well, if I'm in my job doing it, and so I will find that rumor set, by the way, mm-hmm. at one point I did a thing. I didn't ever say, hey, this is annoying me. Yeah. Which is, of course, the kiss of death, in my opinion, during a set. Though I've yes. done it. I'll do it again. Can't let Sometimes them win. It's, they win. You lose. Yeah. It's a terrible thing. And they bad crowds a lot of the times they have no idea they're a bad crowd they don't know and don't tell them and they think they had a good time it's like no you didn't have a good time yeah you did but i'm not gonna tell you but i fucking know you had a shitty time yes uh exactly that's what you know that's what i was worried about with that that audience i was high in front of it it was a very small crowd it was like a thursday late show yeah so it was like 20 people but i was like what if somebody actually this is the one time they had to come and they came to see me no pressure. I mean, there yourself, wasn't. Right? <laughs> yeah. I don't think there was. But right. what if? I mean, I had some people coming to see me. It was specific- the Colbert people. No, it could have been <laughs> anybody. It was but, Johnny Carson came back from the dead to see that set. And he didn't like it. But I mean, it. and then it's like me not being able to be fully in command, you know, right. because I- my brain has slid into my spine. Right. 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 And fair enough. I mean, it's it's. I felt guilty. I wouldn't. I don't want to ever do that again. Well, that's it. I mean, I just would. I never, even when I used to drink a lot, I would never drink before the show. Yeah, everyone because... told me, "Oh no, you got to wait till after your." It's like why you wait till you after the set. Take half. Wait till after. You guys can't tell me that before I'm shoving a tootsie roll down my mouth. Right. Why don't you just and. I was, uh, where was I? Uh, in Washington, they legalized pot, right? right? So somebody kept bringing like edibles. They were uh, Rice Krispie treats. Oh, to Spokane? Yeah. To, mm. I think it was Tacoma, actually, at the mm. time. And it was for their five-year anniversary. And everyone was like, you gotta, you gotta do it. And I was like, why are you ruining a Rice Krispie treat with this fucking drug business? Well, how do you know, like, who? how do you know who baked it? How do you know what they put in it? Mm-hmm. That's what, after mm-hmm. I took it, I'm like, oh, what if I'm on Molly? What if I'm, <laughs> but you don't know what people do. You really right, it's don't. It's PCP. All of I a sudden can't you're wait for it people. to be legalized so I can buy it from a, a verified vendor. Right. Well, even even the verified vendors don't have uh, dosages uh, correctly. You don't know how you're going to react to it until you take it. And this is this is me just reading article after article, going, "When will I get to do drugs again? Do you think? Um, <laughs> not today. One day at a time. Does not that, today. Does that is that a strike against your sobriety if you do drugs? Yeah. Yeah. It's not sober if I'm if I'm high. How you're how just, sober am I if I'm dashing all my dreams today? I know it's uh, we can't go get high and go to colleges. So here's the other thing that happened. Uh, right, we can't. Let's not. Uh, so, uh, but the um, then we turn into this lady, right? Remember this lady? That's not the lady you want to turn into. Uh, oh no, no, you don't want to turn into that lady. Well, this is so, a, this is a, probably the most uh, frustrating part of this conversation for is... for others. Yes, yes. Not for us. Yeah. We're fine. We know what we're right. talking about. Sorry, guys. It's just uh, a comedy Email teacher. me. Jackie at Jackie Cash. Yeah. So, yeah, it's um, yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a comedy teacher who then books things. But God bless. <laughs> who, 
Oh, that's nice. What are you going to say? Heart full of love next? It's, uh, yeah, she's a heart full of love, except for the who The best gives. teacher is an audience that's staring at your jokes. Right. Why? I heard about pay. two. Yeah, no, I heard about them from Kyle. I don't know why I'm telling you. Right. I heard about two new great open mics. Oh. <laughs> and it was from Kyle. <laughs> and I have to uh, one day go to them. But uh, as of right now, I'm, you know I, I don't have any time. Yeah, like, okay, I have. Uh, do you have this thing where if you... There's male comics our age that are very successful. Yep. And I consider myself a peer because we're the same age. We've been doing comedy the same amount of time. But they don't consider, or or the industry certainly don't, doesn't consider us. There's some peers. sort of disconnect. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like I, I look at Gaffin again and I feel like, oh, yeah, we're kind of like the same. We started around the same time. Yeah. And, but, you know, we're not remotely the same. Same with Louie. You well, know, it's like, right. oh, we're about, we're about the same age, started about the same amount of, doing stand up about the same amount of time. But, you know, you and I would still go to open mics and those guys only drop in on regular shows. You know and what I mean? Strong it's arm just, the way on. Yeah. Well, Which no, they I don't do have a little bit. strong arm. They're just, well, they're at a point where it. they can just I feel show always, up. Right. You know? well, and I can just show up to some shows and, and so can you. But it feels like strong arming only because I know that if, especially if the show is a finite length. Yeah. That I, that I'm, that I'm You're cutting taking minutes away from yeah, somebody taking else. Minutes yeah. away from somebody else. And I don't feel great about it, but no. I also need to get up. But I, uh, so, yeah, I don't mind if someone's doing like a 10 minute set. It's when minutes, someone does goes over and yeah. just goes bananas. It's right. really frustrating. And it, unless you are monumentally famous, if you do more than 15 minutes, even if you are monumentally famous, I'm still mad at you. <laughs> so, uh, I just, but, but I, sometimes I like, I'll look at a guy like that and I'll be like, Oh, you're like me. If, you know, if, if you cared. didn't have the female disadvantage, <laughs> what's extent. that like? But I right. don't feel like they're like, oh, that's that that before the grace of God of my penis go I. I don't think that's how they look at me. <laughs> no, I don't know. I, I don't I, know what they. Sometimes I get the feeling it's like, oh, you're still doing it. Yeah, I'm still doing it. Yeah, I, I haven't had your success, but I'm still doing it. Right. But there are guys our age at our level that are sort of the I think of as as genuine peers of success mm-hmm. yes. that I don't ever have any problems with. Correct. And then there's another level above us yeah. that fills theaters. Yeah. And those My guys God. like Louis C.K. and Jim Gaffigan, yeah. those are different to some extent. Those are different careers, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. And you're like, yeah, we've been doing it the same amount of time. They are just more successful at it. And yeah. I don't know that I would have, I mean, and, and quite honestly, if, well, when you think of why they're more successful, is it, you know, there's so many different factors that go into it. It'll make you crazy if you start comparing yourself. Yeah. If, if I if I start doing a comparison of, you know, my, my act is nothing like Jim Gaffigan's. Right. But it it could be compared to Louis C.K.'s maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's his stuff. It is. It's a, it's a scrabbling around inside of his brain, pretty yeah. deep in his brain. And I do some of that. Yeah. But I don't know that. That it's comparable at all, but I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if he hit this, this, I really feel like I'm really good at stand-up comedy right now. Yeah. I just said it out loud, you guys. Yeah, good. (laughs) And, uh, (laughs) but I, but I, like, I, I, I jumped a level about three years ago. Like, Mm, things are going fine. Things are going fine. You know how you always just think. I'm doing the best that I can do. Yes. And it's really good. Yeah. That's what I always think anyway. Yeah. And uh, and then you jump a level right. and you're like, oh, no, now, now I'm doing the best that I ever could do. And, right. it's, and, and I never think that I could get better. But I keep writing and I keep going up. So mm-hmm. hopefully I will continue to always get better. And yeah. so I don't know. Like, there are jokes. I think I like almost all of Louis's jokes in the way that uh, to, you know topic wise the 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 kind of t- stuff that he chooses to talk about yeah but where he goes with them at the end i always want i what you just said i want there to i i don't know that you actually said this did you say that cuz what i want is i want there to be sort of a third act of redemption i want no, there I to i never him, want redemption you don't want redemption but you i i want not a button on it but like a uh, I'm working on it. He always acknowledges that he's the bad guy. Yeah. Which is good. Yes. But uh, he doesn't ever offer a solution to that. Oh, um, right. It's, I want him to Maybe offer Maybe there either, is no solution. Well. You know? There, 
there's no acknowledgement that there that there could be if he continued to work on it. I want there to be a punchline based on that premise. Mm. And quite honestly, I don't have that punchline either. So I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I just went down a rabbit hole that I should spend some well, time alone with. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> do we, do you expect, does society or the audience expect comedians to keep uh, evolving faster than the audience in a way? Like what? maybe just, you know, I mean, most comics are kind of fucked up in a certain way and maybe just being able to acknowledge it and mm-hmm. write jokes about it and hang little ornaments on that Christmas tree, <laughs> that might be all you can do. And right. that might be all you should expect from a comic and not that they're going to oh, acknowledge these faults, you know, first of all, and then and then come up with a bit that solves those faults. Right, right. You know, and ends and then end on a dick joke and say, tip the weight stop. <laughs> right, right. Please cure famine and then end on a dick <laughs> joke. That'd be awesome. So I don't know. Yeah. It, it, if anyone is expecting another level of stand up comedy, I don't think it's the audience. I think it's the comics. They're mm. expecting us to create like jetpacks and rocket ships and go to another planet and maybe. It seems like but I don't think it's because I, I think it's more comics expectations than audience expectations. Probably because I don't think the audience has. They don't even I don't know. There's Google some us. like crazy comedy fans that actually have very high expectations. That's true. There is there is a new sort of yeah. core of comedy nerds that have yes. these expectations. I have I have played UCB Franklin where they have stared at me and gone, well, you aren't famous enough. This is not what I have been. I told you my theory on UCB, right? No. That they're all improv students told to study stand-up comedy. And so they come to a stand-up comedy show with their notebooks out, peering at us like we're uh, cobblers from the 1800s. Like, they work alone. I guess that was a joke. She's standing there and expecting a laugh, I guess. There's a pause there. Yeah, but they always always feel like they're observing us in our natural habitat. Yeah. As opposed to actually participating (laughs) in the show. Zoo. Yeah, like, totally. Oh, that's um there was uh okay, I have to there's a lot of things I cannot say my opinion on this, but um <laughs> there was an instance Huffington Post covered this where Thank God. <laughs> I'm tired of this group think about well, we love this joke and we don't love this joke, and it's from comedy media, you know? Oh right. Deciding whether whether Speaking jokes... of the audience, yeah. Yeah. I mean so so Leno That's the spearhead of that bana- bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. Leno, you know, did a set on the Tonight Show where, you know, he did, oh, did it. He? Yeah. He, he I should see it. Sure. He uh, <laughs> but he does he did one joke where he, he talked about Caitlyn Jenner writing a memoir and the joke was it's called uh, He Said She Said. Right. Oh. It's you know, it's that's a joke. Yeah, it's a joke. There you go. I mean, it fits, uh, it qualifies as a joke. Right, right. There's a setup. And, there's a punchline. You know, I see what he did there. It's not yeah. brilliant. It no, doesn't no. It doesn't heighten or illuminate or anything. It's right. just. It does not cure famine or no. give uh, me a hard on. It just actually. So it does neither of those two things. <laughs> I want to hear the joke that gives you a hard on. <laughs> well. But, but then Huffington Post was like, and then. Quite then he did a joke that was quite frankly transphobic, and it's like no, it wasn't. It just wasn't a great joke. <laughs> it wasn't. It's not like not letting someone pee in the bathroom they want to pee in is transphobic, right? But you know, a a kind of benign, it's a reference maybe joke that would have been actually cutting and you know in five years. I, I don't know. It's just like do we, we all have to swirl around and have this opinion on a joke now? You know, yeah, uh, that joke would have destroyed in 1987. Yes, and uh, today it is just a reference to. It just feels a, like an old joke. Yeah, it, it feels fe- like yeah. it feels like, um, a, yeah, it, it just feels like someone's not keeping. Uh, you no. don't have to stay ahead of popular culture, but staying at least staying abreast of it and saying this is what how we're describing things now. Yeah. and in a way, and that is a little bit of groupthink too. But uh, but. I don't know. There's a, there's a, it's, it's, we're, we as a culture are expanding our humanity perhaps or our inclusion. And it's really, it's, it's interesting because we had, we had to talk about this as model, as some of the monologue joke writers, like what we can talk about now 
is so limited. Like 10 years ago, and I wasn't part of the staff then, but yeah. if you watched any monologue on television, everyone had a Kirstie Alley fat joke. Yeah. And they were fun to tell. Like, okay. <laughs> they were probably pretty harsh for Kirstie. Right, right. She's but they were psyched. fun. Yep. It was Hillary Hillary Clinton had cankles. Yeah. Um, you know, Kirstie and Alley was fat. Yeah. And now Chris you can't even do Chris Christie's fat joke. Which believe they're hard to do well now, right. but I mean that guy's a fucking bully. He's a piece of shit. I yeah. say hit him with everything you can. Right. I say hit Kellyanne with everything you can, including her fucking leathered skin and her stupid mouth. Right. <laughs> but you can't do that anymore. <laughs> like we we're so the topics are so limited now. It's 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 much harder to write monologue jokes now. Right. And everyone's like, oh, Trump is no. It's not. Trump is. What's happening is so enraging. The fact that you have to step back and try to find a light side of it. Yeah. It's really hard to do because I yeah. just want to go with a knife and stab, 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 kind of like Sam B does, you know? Right, right. And that's not my job. My that's job not, is to take, you're coming from, go silly. Yeah. And it's really fucking hard because I'm enraged. Right, right. It's, uh, yeah, that whole. Who's he married to? Is he married to Ivanka or M- M- Melania or whatever the Who? fuck her name? Who's Trump married to? Melania What's... Trump. Melania. Um, okay. Ivanka is his daughter. I can't tell him apart. Who cares? He, neither can he. He he said he would, would yes. like to date Ivanka. If right. He could. They're both, as far yeah. as I'm concerned, they're both that flat screen thing from that first Doctor Who. <laughs> anyway, so um, the. Um, but you tweeted this thing that she uh, about don't say that she was a uh, uh, an escort. Yeah, and don't say that. Uh, and <laughs> no. I'm like, and don't in say the that hopes he... that it that the the words Melania and escort are retweeted to the end of a. Yeah, I did it. Yeah. I retweeted it. Yeah, <laughs> and then I also yeah. tweeted that. Uh, um, and please do not point out that Donald Trump has to pay for comp- companionship at all times. <laughs> and um, and then somebody responded back to me on Twitter. That there's other things to make fun of. And I was like, no, that's one of them. That's one of the things to make fun of about her is that she had a weird job and now she's married to an old, uh, horrible prostitute isn't a weird job, Jackie. That's a weird job. Don't you think that's a weird job? I, I mean, I think it's more of a vocation for <laughs> a calling? The, uh, like a nun? For the desperate. Oh, right, right. I mean, but the thing is, is I, I worked at Kinko's. That was also a weird job. And uh, I don't I hate- think they're exactly parallel, but. Oh, you should be surprised. <laughs> oh, smokes. Who wants to sit on top of a copier with their butt? Um, okay, so I did a thing for CISO, Rooftop, Audible, Amazon, whoever owns all of those. This. This set, this is a 13, 14 minute CISO, set. CISO, Amazon doesn't own CISO. No, but I think CISO worked with Amazon and Audible on this wow. set. Okay. I, that's where I got the sweatshirt. Oh, yeah. Thanks and uh, so 13, 14 minute set mm-hmm. that I'm sure they're going to cut up and sell in, in pixel form uh, to whoever they want to. Yeah. And I don't care. And um, because the point of this story yeah. was that I didn't like how I looked. <laughs> On the, uh, I had just no come false from, eyelashes on no this false one. eyelashes. My hair, my hair was clearly coarse, and it <laughs> had not been dealt with by a woman who knew how to deal with coarse hair. And so now, you know, two weeks from now, when this comes out on CISO and the thirty people that are subscribing to forty five jokes about my dead dad, by the way, which you should totally get on. Oh yeah, man, plug, yeah, plug, plug. what the heck? Yeah, um, I'm, I was wearing my favorite pants. <laughs> But I did not like the shirt that went with it, and I didn't like how I looked. And I hate when I don't like how I look, and I yeah. don't ever want to bring it up. Right. And I don't because it isn't even conversation. Yeah. Because there's nothing you can say. Correct. There's you're just like, well, I'm sorry you felt that way. Is yeah, the yeah. only thing you can say because you can't go. Well, you probably looked fine. Yeah. Because I was looking, and uh, no, I did not. And there's you're like, well, you can't get it off television. And so I mean. You see, dead silence from you because there's no response to, mm, I don't like how I look. And you're like, what? yeah, I, especially when I can't even look at it right now. Right. You don't even you. know. You don't even know what I look like. Yeah. And the only other thing that anyone could ever say to it is, well, you, have you thought about eating less and exercising? <laughs> and then you're like, well, that isn't even conversation either because <laughs> uh, I don't want to have that conversation either. That what you just said sort of reminded me that when I was watching uh, Hadia's video, it was a yeah. rooftop video. Yep. And there's a 30 second ad in front of it. Yeah. 
The other was she ain't getting that money. No, but yeah, it's, it's fine. you know, yeah, I guess so. I guess so. I just registered my uh, uh, I Am Not the Hero of the Story. Plug, plug, plug. Yes. Go out and get I Am Not the Hero of the Story. On iTunes. On iTunes and Amazon. And you can, I have hard copies of my CD now that oh, you cool. can order from my website. Include Would shipping. you sign them? I always sign them. Uh, uh, it took a second to have that be an option, so I didn't sign a bunch of them. I'm sorry. You'll have to come and find me. Do you, do you charge extra to sign? I don't charge. Uh, I don't even charge shipping. I just send really? them. Yeah, I charge 20 bucks. Oh, includes, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's plenty of money. Yes. It'll be fine. <laughs> have have at. And uh um You're a hard ass charging wise. That's good though. Yeah, you, yeah. You're pulling an old Kathleen Madigan on that one. That's where the that's where I learned. That's yeah. where I learned it. I learned it on her knee. Not on her knee. Near her knee. <laughs> at her I was knee? standing next yes. to her. She had knees. And um <laughs> but uh yeah, so I don't know. So I'm going to Peoria this week. And then next week, I'm doing a weird, I'm doing a benefit for that Crisis Children's Center yeah. in Minneapolis on Wednesday. So I'm flying to Minneapolis on Tuesday, flying back on Thursday, Friday, flying to Phoenix to open for Bamford and then driving to Tucson and opening for Bamford and then flying back. That's kind so, of a cool week. It'll be a really cool week, um, but I think I'll be tired. I yeah, think, uh, but those are all nonstop flights, right? I think they are, yeah, because I, yeah. I go to Minneapolis and come back, and it's a hub, so it mm-hmm. should be fine. And then, um, oh, I'm sharing my Wi-Fi Go 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 Wi-Fi on Delta with my sister, which is great because she shares her Hulu Plus with me. So she, uh, <laughs> we're at that part of the podcast. We're at that part of the um, podcast where I'm just saying everything that comes into my mind. <laughs> but I mean, we're not. Oh, when really? Minute left? No, we're at an hour. <gasps> Bye. Now leaving Nerdist.com.